0: And that is a
1: harsh lesson in business.
2: Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together.
0: I didn't want to do another stomp you out
1: speech.
2: It opened so, up so many more doors. The show
1: is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify.
2: Welcome back. ninety-seven-one. Jim Costa in for Stoney. College football season kicks off this week. We're joined by Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh. It's going to be a different start to the season for you in the sense that Suspension is going to keep you from the sideline on Saturday, but where are you at, gearing up for another football season?
1: Uh, feeling, uh, feeling like just ready to get it started. Um, game one, play the game, get the get the season started. Then, as a coach, you get very excited about knowing what uh, what you have, knowing what you have, and then
0: looking at all the all the things that you can
1: improve the week two.
0: How are you going to? watch the game since you won't be on the sidelines. It's got to be the first time in since I don't remember when that, you know, Jim Harbaugh, whether as a player or coach, isn't going to be on the sidelines.
1: Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't know yet. Um, Yeah. Yeah. um, Quite, quite honestly, I I don't know what I'm going to be doing, how I'm going to be feeling, what I'm going to, what I'll be, I'll be able to watch. Not watch
0: last or just yesterday at the press conference you mentioned you started off with a statement regarding what you are hoping happens between the NCAA universities uh colleges you know whoever it is and the players and the student athlete why and it was basically revolved around revenue share why make that statement now why what's your concern what do you want to see happen
1: what's the elephant in the room um you know the talent the players uh in my opinion, need to share in the revenue. Um uh, now it's been I go back to twenty twenty with his exact same feelings. Um said it again in twenty twenty two at the big ten media days, uh now because it's before the first game. And to make the emphasis that it it needs there needs to be action. Not just not just uh there needs to be constructive discussion. Um get all those Get all those folks in the room and the experts on on profit sharing, uh, those those lawyers and experts. Uh, certainly, a voice for the for the for the players uh, and the student athletes across all sports across across the country. Uh, but yeah, that's the that's the elephant in the room, and it continues to be. And it's it uh, the present model, the status quo is is unacceptable, John, and um, it's not going to survive. And uh, needs need. Action now. Going Profit back. sharing with the talent. Share the profits. Ever increasing revenues in uh, college sports, and and um, there's there's really been not there's not enough. There needs to be more for the student
0: athletes. You mentioned 2020. It was your open letter to college football, to football, the football world. And it, it, some of it was in regards to, you know, you still wanted to see the transfers. Uh, and if I remember right, some of it also involved, you know, hey, if in the future, if guys declared for the NFL that they should be able to come back, that there should be five years. All of that was, and there was more in your open letter. There are some things that have been implemented since you mentioned that. Do you believe that by coming out and saying this, that something eventually will happen, not just has to happen, but will happen? I believe it's, it it,
1: yeah, I believe that the status quo is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. It's not going to survive. Um, I truly believe that. And there needs to be more. There needs to be more. There's just not enough right now mm-hmm. ways for the student-athletes to share in the profits.
2: I know you said you're muzzled from certain things with the NCAA and you can't get into particulars. But Correct. when we see a three-game suspension self-imposed, does that – do you agree with that suspension that the university is placing on you? Are you on board with that as it's handed down?
1: I can't talk about it. Uh that's but just the school portion,
2: the, right? Like they they made the decision independently. Yeah, I'm muzzled. Muzzled means okay. you're muzzled. Okay. You know, you
1: can't you can't really speak and if you, you try to go one direction, you know, you get muzzled they back. You, to, back. You, you get you go back the, the other direction. Um I'm not getting better, I'm getting better.
2: Uh, and that's what I'm doing on a daily basis. Can you go into the decision how you decided to divvy the three games up? Because yeah. one coach for each game, but you, you split the UNLV game into halves. So what went into the decision?
1: I, I really felt like um, that Jesse Minter, uh, Sharon Moore were were obvious choices, completely ready to be head coaches and and will, will be dazzling. I, I feel the same way about Jay Harbaugh and, and uh, and Mike Hart. And I feel that way about uh, Steve Klinkscales too. Um, and those are those are my coordinators, you know. Offensive coordinator Sharon Moore, defensive coordinator's Jesse Minter, Jay Harbaugh is the special teams coordinator, uh, Mike Mike Hart is um, running backs and, and run game coordinator. Um, Steve is uh, a co defensive coordinator. So they I didn't want to get myself another game. Uh, right. You know, or five, <laughs> well, you see four games, games, four, yeah, four games, uh, three games, four guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Three games. Uh, then, uh, I took, try to give it to as uh, as many people as possible.
2: Is it half odd though? I mean, just on the outside, you see like guys going to coach half a game as the head coach. And then who makes the halftime adjustments? I mean, things like that. Why split the game? Yeah, in I'll have half?
1: Jay. I'll have Jay go, uh, go, uh, pregame and through the first half. And then Mike Hart has the halftime adjustments and, uh, in the second half, um, to experience that, you know, to to be able to also show what the talent that they have. What I know, the talent that Sharone, Jesse, Jay, uh, uh, Mike Hart, Clink has. I know what they have, and I'm I'm excited for them to
0: display that ability and that talent. Kirk Campbell, you mentioned he is going to be calling the the plays offensively for against ECU. Just what have you seen in regards to his development? and his addition to the staff going from analyst last year, now to quarterbacks coach and ultimately calling the plays in the first game. How have you seen him grow and what gives you the confidence that he's going to be able to go out there and excel in this role?
1: Completely capable. I mean, you've, uh, you've read some of the, some of the comments by the quarterbacks and some of the other players you've talked about, uh, Kirk, um, he is, he is so dialed in. He's, he's so prepared. He's, he's, uh, uh, Getting prepared for this moment, and uh, I think he's going to be great. Um, can't wait to watch him, you know, in that role and compete. He's cool under pressure. He's uh, got a tremendous uh, grasp of the of the game plan. Um, been with, he's in the he's coaches the quarterbacks. You know, the person who handles the ball the most. Um, that was my feeling of he, he would do uh, do the best job. So, uh, all those things, John. Mm-hmm.
2: People excited about J.J. McCarthy, year two as a starter in this offense. In what ways would you like to see his game evolve, the offense evolve? I know there's a narrative, can you win a national title without opening it up more? What do you want to see from the offense and him specifically in his second year as a starter?
1: Well, he's already done what we've, uh, you know, grown, improved. Uh, he's He is playing at, uh, at a high level. He works to improve every part of his game on, on a daily basis. Um, the athletic abilities – Tremendous! The uh, the arm talents really good. His understanding of the of the system is really good. Um, his leadership abilities off the charts. Um, continue to grow.
0: When you talk about the Michigan method, last year we saw it with Cade and JJ. Ultimately, JJ won the job, mm-hmm. won his first twelve games. Now you're implementing that at a couple of other positions, in to determine who the starter is going to be. Um, what have you seen from Carson Barnhart at left tackle as well as Ladarius Henderson? Seen
1: great things. Um Carson has been tremendous. Um at t- you know at times I think he's playing as better, as good as any tackle on the team. Miles Hinton is now playing at that at that that same level um and he may be the best tackle. Um Ladarius is has has been at that level. Uh so is Trent A. Jones. I mean mm-hmm. all of them have have shown that level of being the best guy um, in practice, much like last year, you know, with Cade and JJ. I mean, there were days where I thought Cade was the best. There was days that I thought JJ were the best, and then when it ended up, it was just so so close And hey, we got to go to the games, and and really make this uh, determination. Um, I think I think you'll see the same thing at that tackle position. Last just, year's
2: defense was a, a no-name defense. Yet you guys still put out a really good product. This defense isn't no-name. Some of these guys are back. People know who they are. How much better can you guys be on that side of the ball?
1: Um, we'll be better if we can get turnovers. You know, if we can if we can turn the ball over, we've got to we've got to create more uh, fumbles and and jump on mistakes. We have to we have to get more tip balls. And if we get a tip ball or an overthrow, then we got to have it. Um, being able to uh, turn the ball over, put the offense in position to have a short field. That would be a, uh, a a huge improvement for us. And it's been a big emphasis for us.
0: Is there more that can be done? Mike McDonald installed the defense. I know Jesse came in and there was some, some wrinkles that he added, but it was the same. That's
1: just just wrinkles. No, I know there
0: there was, there's okay. I say wrinkles. There was some, (laughs) some, some changes that he made. (laughs) (laughs) Some some of those can also be in terms of personnel each year. The personnel changes it allows you to do different things. It's true, but you're always building on from you know hopefully from freshman year all the way through. These guys have had similar concepts with things added to with Jesse over the last three years. How much more dynamic can this defense continue to be? What's the identity of this year's defense? That's well, always to be determined. I uh, mean,
1: we don't put a put a put a um, a a name on it. Uh, we don't name it. Uh, it, it comes out natural. Mm-hmm. Um, you find out what the identity of the defense is. Jesse's done a great job. Uh, and it's more of a secondary um, uh, emphasis. You know, J- Jesse was a secondary coach. And uh, there's there's more disguise. There's more uh, in the secondary and multiplicity in the, in the coverages that, uh, that is – been really good for us along with clink who's a secondary expert uh you know that 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 voice is is more predominant in a in the jesse minner style of defense um and mike's great too mike's mike's tremendous i mean you saw the uh you know there's a we were great in the secondary we were really good in the front seven Mm -hmm. i mean uh and getting more pressure um getting more turnovers that's that's the emphasis for our defense i love mike i love i love jesse uh They're both great at what they do.
2: We're talking to Jim Harbaugh, Michigan head football coach, ECU, East Carolina, this upcoming week. As you prep the team during the week, what are the things that you're going to emphasize to make sure you guys are right for them?
1: Well, the team that led led, led in in, uh, creating turnovers and turnover ratio – Yeah, they don't turn the ball over. – is ECU. I mean, they're incredible at uh, at getting turnovers, and they don't turn the ball over at all. So it's going to be critical – Vital for us as an offense to not turn the bar- ball over. We're aware. Uh, yeah, there's there's a stat. I, if we don't turn the ball over, we're 38-0 since 2015. So, yeah, we're striving to be – we're striving for that. And we're going to have to be against East Carolina.
0: Uh, really good team. And number one, in turnover ratio. Every team that comes in, whether you're on the road or you're at home – that target on Michigan is going to be huge. How do you prepare your guys for the pressure that that brings? Respect, respect every opponent, and
1: uh, we welcome that. We welcome that. Uh, that's that's a, that's a place that we want to be, uh, but it matters every single Saturday. You've got to be ready to play. You got to uh, you got to be prepared, and that's that's what we're doing right now.
2: Last thing for me. Your relationship with your dad is well-documented. What was it like to go to him and say, hey, I need you to fill in for some during these uh, these first three games? What was that conversation like with your dad?
1: Well, he's been doing it. He's been doing it since, um, you know, really since I was five, five years old. Um, and he's been on the, on the staff here at Michigan. You didn't uh, have to pull his teeth to get him out there <laughs> then, huh? No, no. no I was, he will be attacking it with an enthusiasm unknown <laughs> expect, to mankind.
2: <laughs> there you go. Appreciate it. That's Michigan head football coach Jim Harbaugh. It's 97-1.